oil changed, their parents' cars oil changed? Has everyone ever had to go with them before? And like, you're just, yeah. And that's the epitome of being a kid. It's like, you don't want to be there getting their oil. You could care less about their oil change. But because you're a kid, you just got to go with them. And, you know, I'm kind of like a kid, so I just had to go with Britt. And so we're there, and we're we're, we're searching for the place. And she gets on her phone, we both have iPhones, and she says, and this is really easy, she says, you know, find me the closest Kia dealership because she has a Kia because we're going to go to the Kia dealership to get her oil changed. So we start driving and following the directions, and we're going for maybe like 20 minutes, and I feel like we're going in the wrong direction, but I didn't, I didn't say anything. I just had this feeling, because the scenery just looked weird. It's like, I, I just doesn't look like the, the spot where a car dealership would be. It was just kind of, it was you know, a lot of businesses and like offices, and she's like, no, no, this is where the directions are taking us, so we kind of keep going. And we're driving down the road, and finally we, we're in, we pull into like this office park, and I'm like, why would there be a car dealership in like a business office park? So we're driving through and all these huge, beautiful buildings and we turn this corner and I see this big, beautiful glass building that says Kia on the front. And I look at my wife and I said, babe, did you take us to the Kia like corporate business offices and not the dealership? And she's looking at her phone and she's like, oh babe, I think I took us to the wrong place. And I'm like, oh my gosh, not only do I want to get my oil changed, now we're in the wrong place. So we have to go find directions again, and just getting lost is the worst. I don't know if anyone's a bad direction person, but like even with, and see, and I'm a bad direction person, even with GPS, I'm a bad direction person. Like if I leave the house, like if someone was like, hey Justin, we really need you to get started. You know my very first time when I came and spoke here, uh, before I came on staff, uh, I was looking for a Starbucks around, and I did the same thing with my phone, and all I could find was like Starbucks that were in like Ralph's grocery stores, which... You know that the coffee there is just, you know, ugh, I wouldn't eat that. It's made out of poop. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, and I couldn't find it. And I'm just, I'm the worst person with directions. I'm the worst at finding things. I get lost so easily. And here's the thing. If you're like that, like if you get lost easily, maybe you get lost around school, especially starting a new school year. You have to find all these classrooms. And I, I used to do this when I was a kid. You get into a classroom and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm totally here for math class. And it's like 20 minutes in, you're like, wait. Everyone is talking Spanish, and there, there's a lot of pictures of Spain and Mexico on the walls, and not a lot of math problems. I think I'm in the wrong classroom. And like that awkward moment of like kind of picking up your bag and being like, sorry, I'm sorry. And that was me. That was me in school. I was, even in school, I had bad directions. And people always think it's my fault that I can get better. At, you can't get better at getting better at directions if you stink at directions. And it's not our faults. We're just bad at it. it, it it's in, Oh gosh. And I wish, I wish there was a moment when we were getting lost that someone could just like, like there would just be a sign. Cause there's no signs that tell you when you're getting lost. Like you're not lost until you know you're lost. Like there's never a point that you're traveling down the road, like going toward, cause you're like, I want to go to Chick-fil-A. I want to go see a movie or I want to go to this. There's not a moment on that like directional path that there's a sign that's like, hey, Justin, you are now lost. Take a U-turn. I hate taking, I take more U-turns in a day than some people take in a month. And I'm not making that up. But there's no sign to let me know, hey, Justin, you're going the wrong direction. Now, as much as that makes sense geographically when we're thinking about directions, the same thing happens to us spiritually in our relationships with God. We'll go down the road and we'll keep moving forward and, and we think we're heading in the right direction, but, and, but there's never a sign, there's never someone yelling to us, hey, you're, not, you're, you're lost, 
You're not going the way you want to be going anymore. You're, you're going the wrong way. You know, you know, I talk with people all the time, and we sit and we talk about you know, their problems, and I, I, I'm fine talking about problems. You know, I'm fine counseling people. I counsel people. I guys don't know that, but I actually do. I counsel some students. I counsel some parents. And we get this big discussion, and, and the truth of the matter is it's not about their problems. You know, they don't need a solution to their problems. The, the, the issue is they've been heading in the wrong direction in their life for so long. You know, they don't need me to just give them answers to their problems. They need me to help them find a new direction for their life because they're lost and they're going the wrong way. You know, we, I see this literally all the time, the need for a new direction. You know, Solomon said this in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It's going to be here on the screen. If you're taking notes, I want you guys to write this down and just look it up later. Uh, it says, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. So trust in the Lord. Trust is a very big thing. Stop doing that. Uh, trust is a very big thing. Lean not on your own understanding. In, hey, to all you, you eighth graders, do you guys all have Bibles and pens and papers? If you don't, you need to go get them. Shenuda, Luke, Ben. There's some over there, the girl's wall. It doesn't have cooties. It's fine. Go over there and get some. Knuckleheads. Lean not on your own understanding, which we want to do that all the time. We want to just lean on what we know or what we think and, you know, lean on our own understanding. Don't do that. In all your ways, submit to him, who's God, submit to God, and he will make your path straight. Now, here's the funny thing. We have an idea of where we want to go in our lives. We have an idea of this kind of students we want to be, uh, the kind of siblings we want to be. We have an idea of what we want our relationship with God to look like. And some of us are a little farther down the road. We've been doing the being a Christian disciple of Jesus thing for a while. Some of us, we don't really know who this Jesus guy is. We don't know what it means to, to live life with God. You know, some of us, we're trying to kind of just figure out how to survive a day of school. Like, we, we just, we're just totally a mess, and we, we just don't have any of the answers that we're looking for. We have more questions than we have answers. So when that happens, what is there to help us get, get going in the right direction? You know, I want to be on the right path. You know, I want God to make my path, the one that's unclear, the one that's confusing, the path of my life, where I'm going as a person. I want God to help me with that. So how do I get him to help me with that? Well, there's an observation uh, that a guy named Solomon made in the book of Proverbs. We're going to look at it today. Proverbs chapter 7. So if you have your Bibles with you, open it up. Because here's the thing. If we, and this is what we do sometimes, we lie to ourselves about where we are in life and the things that are around us and the path that we're on. If you lie to yourself about where you are now, it makes changing to where you want to go impossible. If you're thinking, man, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know where I am now. I don't know what my life is, but I know this. Like, I'm not happy with a lot of the stuff that's going on. I'm not happy with what people say about me. I'm not ha happy with how I feel about myself. Like, I, I feel like I know things about God, but I don't feel like I know God. I, I, you know, I have a lot of relationships, but I don't think my relationship with him is big. And, and things happen in my life, and I don't think I'm recognizing the signs of my life and what I should be doing and what I can be doing and Solomon sees a situation with a young guy, and he observes the whole thing, and this is a guy that's lying to himself. He's lying to himself because he, he thinks everything's great. He doesn't see the problems in the road ahead. This is what happens uh, in Proverbs chapter 7, so flip there with me. At the window of my house, I looked through the lattice. I saw among the simple, I noticed among the young men a youth who had no sense. So just flip over to this 
chapter uh, 7, it starts with, I think all the verse numbers were taken off. I have no idea why. It starts with verse 7, page 515. So Proverbs 7 starts with verse 7. So here's what's happening. This guy named Solomon is looking out of the window of this kind of high-rise castle that he lives in. So he can look out and he kind of see everybody. Like on stage here, like I can see everybody, everything that's happening. It is awesome. Ever been like to Seattle and been on the Space Needle or been like in a really tall building and you kind of look out and you see everything? That's what Solomon's doing. And through seeing everything, and it was kind of later in the evening, you're going to see this, he spots this one guy. He spots this one guy who is young. He was simple. He had no sense. He lacked wisdom. Now, young people typically lack wisdom. They're just not, they're not wise people. Now, some of you are going to be offended by that because I'm telling you you're young and you don't have any wisdom, but here's the truth. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Wisdom comes with two things, time and experience, and you guys just don't have a, a ton of both right now. You don't have a ton of life experience. You're 10, 11, 12, 13 years old. You don't have a ton of you know, time you know, living on earth yet. Uh, you, just, you don't have a lot of wisdom yet. So you're still learning stuff. That's a good thing. Being a student and learning stuff is awesome. And you guys are doing it. Well, this young guy walking through the city, very, very young, doesn't have a lot of wisdom, is just walking down the road. And this is what happens. He's walking down the road. He was going down the street near her corner, walking along in direction of her house at twilight, as the day was fading, as the dark of night had set in. So you kind of get an idea of the time of day. You know, it's a little darker out. Maybe, you know, you know something kind of like, you know, 8, 9, 10 p.m. You know, I was in college. Uh, I had a professor that always said, nothing good happens after 10 p.m. Everything awesome in college happens after 10 p.m. At the college I went to, at least. After 10 p.m., because I, li- I went to a Christian college, so off the bat, like, this is a pr- everyone's pretty much behaving themselves. But after 10 p.m., everyone in the dorms were all, like, messing around and having fun. We did this one thing where we'd race chairs down the hallway. And this one guy got hurt really, really bad. Um, but you know what? It was awesome. It was funny. And he's fine now, so don't worry about it. But Solomon's essentially saying, hey, it's dark out, and nothing really good happens after dark. And going on, verse 10. Hey, who's doing slides back there? Here we go. Ready? Verse 10. Then out came a woman to meet him, dressed like a prostitute. Yikes. And with crafty intent, she is unruly and defiant. Her feet never stay at home. Now in the street, now in the squares, at every corner she lurks. She took a hold of him and kissed him with a brazen face. Now think about this, okay? This is like, this is like that girl. Like, or like that guy, like, you know, this is like the person that's like, you know that they're bad news. Like they're, they're bad news. They're not trying to be good news. Like this is the person you should, you know, Jesus hung out with people like this. Like this isn't like a bad person. You, you know, you're just like avoiding them. And it's like, you know, we hate them and we're going to gossip about them and make them feel bad. That's not this person. Jesus loved people like this. Okay. But people like this who, you know, and they don't know Jesus and they're, you know, talking to, you know, and she's with this guy and she's like, Hey, here's this new opportunity because I, I, I think you're awesome. And I kissed you and I held you and this is the whole thing. And this is what's happening for this guy because next, in verse 14, this is what she said with her brazen face. Today I fulfilled my vows and have food um, for my fellowship offerings at home. So I came out to meet you. I looked for you and found you. Now think about this. Has anyone ever been sought out before for something awesome? And like it feels great being sought out. Okay, what were you sought out for? It was something awesome. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. That was a good one. Keep going. 
Yeah. You have to go down to the chapel. Yep. Balloons. That eighth grade boys need to be throwing water balloons at people. I give you a bunch of water balloons. That was awesome. The girls didn't like that at all. I agree with that. You know, I remember when I, I was working at a church in Huntington Beach. Uh, I was working at a small church in Huntington Beach. And when they were hiring here at Mariners, they came and found me. And they, you know, brought me over here and hired me. And it was awesome. I loved being here. Being sought out feels really, really good. You kind of think you're a star, think you're important, think you're awesome. And that's how this guy was feeling. He was feeling like, I'm a star. This girl, she came and found me. I'm important. Like, I'm a big deal. Like, I matter. Like, look, I have this person's attention. Sometimes you get someone's attention. It's like, oh, man, like, look, at I have their attention. And, like, that's a really big deal. And that's what this guy was thinking. You know, verse 16 says this. Uh, I've covered my bed with colored linens from Egypt. Uh, I perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Essentially telling her, uh, telling this guy, I have tons of money. I'm rich. Because, you know, people, normal people, they couldn't afford this stuff. This is the Bible's way of saying, and I know you just read it, you're just like, what are, what are you talking about? Spice, the guts in the mom's spice rack and just put spices all over the bed? That's weird. Back then, you couldn't just afford this stuff. You just don't buy it in the supermarket. To have these things at her house shows how wealthy she is. So she's not just some random person. She's actually a really wealthy person. Well, how is she wealthy? Well, here we go. Verse 18. Come, let's drink of love till morning. Let's enjoy ourselves with love. My husband's not at home. He's gone on a long journey. He took his purse filled with money and will not be home till full moon. Now, let's forget the fact that this guy carries a purse. Let's just... Let's not make a big deal about the guy, the fact the guy wears a purse, okay? Let, let's not be a distraction to us. Uh, you know, he carries a purse, and it's whatever. The guy carries a purse, whatever. This is what this woman's saying to him, okay? I want you to think about this. This is what she's saying. She's saying, we're going to be alone. You know, there's, there's not going to be any distractions at my house. No one's going to come in and bother us. No one's going to interrupt us. It's just going to be us there together. Uh, you know, no, no interruptions, no distractions. You can stay around for a while. Like, you don't have to leave. There's no, like, you don't have to leave in the morning. Like, you can stay around and, like, this is the deal. Now, keep in mind, this guy, he's just walking around. Like, this trouble came and found him. Now, he's thinking, man, this is, this is awesome. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a star, this girl, she wants to hang out with me. She wants to give me all this attention. She wants to know me, and, and she wants to spend, you know, she wants to hang out with me, and, like, she wants to go, and, like, you know, that's going to be, man, and she picked me out of everyone else. She picked me, and that must be so great. You know, this is what it says in verse 21. Uh, with persuasive words, she led him astray. She seduced him with her smooth talk, and all at once, he followed her. Now, think about this. You're going, and you are, hold on, where, where did I miss here? Uh, you're going, uh, and sh he is being led astray, thinking, like, man, you know, this is, this is great, right? No. Solomon's looking at this and saying, no, no, you're being led astray. You, you're, you think this is so great, but it's not. You see a part of the story, but I see the whole road. You think this is just one decision you're making, but this is not. This is a direction you're choosing. You're choosing this direction. You know, Solomon sees this. He, he goes further. He said he followed her. What does it say in the rest of verse 22? All at once he followed her like an ox going to the slaughter like a deer stepping into a noose till an arrow pierces his liver. Ugh, I hate liver. Like a bird darting into a snare, little knowing it will cost him his life. See, 
he's probably thinking, no, 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 that's not true. No, this is awesome. Like, she came and found me. Like, no, this is just one little thing. This is just a little decision. This is just, a, this is a night. This is an event. This is just a moment in my life. And Solomon's saying, no, no, this isn't a moment in your life. This is a direction you're choosing. This is the decision you're making. This is the direction that you're choosing to go. This is not an event. This is not an isolated moment. This is a big deal. This is a really big deal. See, and Solomon talks like a father to him in this proverb. This is what he says as he ends. Now then, my son. Ready? Here we go. Now then, my son, listen to me. Pay attention to what I say. Do not let your heart turn to her ways or stray into her paths. Many, many are the victims she has brought down. Many are the victims she's brought down. See, I believe that we don't drift in good directions. We drift in bad directions. We don't naturally drift in good directions and doing good things. We don't normally, you know, go in the right. Some, there's just, when, when things are in front of us, sometimes we just, we, and we know where we want to go. I mean, we know where we intend to go. Like this guy, he's not intending to go to destruction. He's thinking, this is no big deal. This is just one little thing. Students, listen to me. And you guys are young, so this is a really good deal. The things we decide and the decisions we make, they're not just little things. They're not just little moments in our lives. The things that we decide, th these are the directions of our life. A and I know what you guys might intend, but listen to me. Your, your direction, not your intention, determines your destination. Where you want to go in life isn't determined by where you hope to go. has nothing to do with hope. has nothing to do with, with education. doesn't have anything to do with your parents and what they have money for, don't have money for. It, the, your direction not your intention determines your destination. See, it's not luck. It's not hoping for the best. It's not, well, this is just one little decision, and, and you know, th that's all it is, and, and then I'm going to be a different person then. You know, you know, let's just make this really practical for a second. You know, if you were to think um, of you know, yourself and it's like, man, I really want to be a great student. You know, I really want to be a good student. I want to be a good student that gets really good grades. You know, that's where I want to go. So in order to be a really good student that gets really good grades, you know, in order to pull that off, I'm going to not study at all for anything and do no homework. But I intend to get A's in every single class. Well, I know that's what you intend to do, but, but the direction of no studying and not doing any of your homework and not paying attention in class, that direction's not going to get you to the destination of getting really good grades. You know, let's, let's do another one. Maybe you're thinking, ah, oh, man, I, I really want to have great friends. Like, I want to have great friends, friends that I can trust. I mean, who doesn't want a great friend they can trust? My, my eighth grade boys, they, there's a lot of trust there. They trust each other a ton. You know, who doesn't want a great friend they can trust? So you think, you know what, you know the best way? You know, I know what my, what my destination, what I want my destination to be. So, you know, what direction am I going to choose? Well, you know, I intend to have really good friends. I know that's where I want to go. So in order to get really good friends, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk behind people's back. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to gossip about people. And I'm going to compare like, my friends to other people. And, and I'm going to rank who's better. You know, I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be one way at church. Like I'm going to kind of do my church, like me at church. But then I'm also going to do kind of my me at school. And I'm going to keep those two very separate. And, and I'm going to tell lies too. That is, oh, yeah, that's going to be key. 
someone's going to tell me something, and they're going to be like, hey, can you keep it to yourself? And I'm going to be like, yeah, I'll keep it to myself, but then I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah, that'll, wait, no, no, no. That's not going to get you to good friendships. See, because it's, it's your direction, not your intention. You can intend to have these really great friendships that have tons of trust, but if that's not the direction you're heading, you're not going to get to the destination you want. Okay, let's do one more. This is, re- this is a really, really easy one, okay? Um, you know, you want, you know, probably want your parents' trust, right? When you guys are getting older, you know, you want your parents to trust you, give you freedoms. Maybe you don't have a phone and you want them to get you a phone or, or you know, you, you have limitations on your phone or maybe, you know, you really want a laptop or an iPad or you want to just be able to leave the house when you want and, and go do sleepovers whenever you want or go to the mall and shop whenever you want. And so you're like, you know, I really want my parents to trust me. Like, I want to be like a trusted, like, son or daughter in my family. So, you know, I want them to look at me and know that they can count on me and that I'll listen and, you know, and I'll be respectful and obey and, and you know, I'm going to do it. So in order to get there, I'm going to take the opportunities that I can build trust and I'm just going to blow them off. You know, I'm going I'm to take the opportunities where I can be trusted and build some of that trust and, and I'm just going to, I'm going to flake. Uh, I'm going to make it all about me. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to listen. I, I'm, I'm going to text while they're talking. I'm not going to pay attention. Then I'm not going to do it. But I know what I intend to do. See, your direction, not your intention, determines your destination. So, you know, we, we talk all the time about, uh, you know, faith. You know, it's the same thing with faith. You know, I want you guys to have strong relationships with God. You know, that's why we're doing this with God thing this year. You know, we're going to be all year long looking for opportunities to spend life and time with God. Exploring the Bible, knowing the Bible, talking to God. And you might think, well, you know, that's what I want. I want to explore the Bible. But, but yet, at home, you spend more time exploring apps in the app store than you do exploring God's word. You know, I want to know God's word. Like, I want those moments in my life to happen where, you know, and I'm, I'm struggling and I'm worried. And I, I want to be able to just rattle off a Bible verse to, to give me peace and, and make me feel better. And so I want to be able to rattle off, you know, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And, you know, all your ways acknowledge him and, you know, he will make your path straight. I want to be able to rattle that off. So, so, so I'm going to make sure I know all my friends' Instagram handles so I can tag them in all the photos. And I'm going to know them all by heart before I spend time memorizing and knowing God's word. You know, I, I really want to talk to God. I want to hear from God. You know, and we talk about that a ton. You know, I think p- students can hear from God. I, t- I hear from God all the time. It's great. And I know students who, who hear from God and students who are like, well, I want to learn how to pray and, and how to talk to God. I want to understand that better. So, you know, and, and that's what I want to do. That's the destination I want to get to. So in order to get there, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to everyone else or about everyone else before I make time to talk to God. Your direction, not your intention, determines your destination. You know, community can help you with, with the right destination and the right direction. You know, that's why community is such a big deal here. That's why we do life groups the way we do them. You're thinking, man, I want to I wanna head my life in the right direction. I want to, I wanna, you know, I, I kind of see where my life is and what I've been doing. And I, and I know that, I, that I, you know, they aren't just little decisions. They're actually a big deal. I got to go in a new direction because you're right. Direction, not intention, determines destination. And I'm going in the wrong direction. How do I get on the right direction? How do I change things? Is it too late to change things? Students, it's not too late to change anything. You guys are so young. You have your whole life ahead of you. You know, community is where that takes place in junior high. That's why life groups are so important. If you're not in a life group, I want you to see this. Because there's room in almost every single life group we have. Sundays, tons on Tuesday. There's room. And if you're not in a life group and you're thinking, man, my life is going in the wrong direction. My decisions are going wrong. You know, I know who I want to be, but I know what I'm doing right now is not going to get me to who I want to be. 
maybe community, maybe this is the right place for you. Students and leaders that are going to help you find the right direction. Who's going to connect you with a God who wants to walk that path and make that path of your direction straight for you. So, here's the thing. I want to compel you with this idea. Think for a moment, what, what path am I on? And, and here's the thing, this is so good, because only you can say what path you're on. Only you can make that decision. What path am I on? Where do I want to go with my life? And I'm, only, I'm in junior high, yeah, and you might think, well, I'm only in junior high, it's no big deal. You're a sixth, seventh, or eighth grader, it's a really big deal. And you have time to decide, the clock's not up. Your direction, not your intention, determines your destination. And if you need help figuring out what that direction is, if you're sitting here right now and you're like, you know what, I don't know what direction I'm going in. I've been making bad decision after bad decision after bad decision, and I don't know where the decision stopped, and I don't know how to get back on the right path. This is going to be a great day for you because we're going to give you an opportunity for that. You know, Jason's going to lead us in a song. I really want you to think of the words of the song as we're singing it. You know, the prayer walls are going to be open. You can leave anything there. I read every single one of them. If you want someone to follow up with you, just leave your number. And it's totally, you know, or you can be anonymous. It, it works just fine. There's also going to be a couple leaders. Uh, Jessica's going to be I'm back kind of in the corner. Kristen's going to be back there. Shawnee Boy's going to be back there. I'm going to be back there. If you just want to come and just talk to us for a second, just pray with us. We're here for you guys. We went way over today. I feel terrible about that. I'll go apologize to all your parents. Don't worry about that, though. Leave your Bibles where they are. I'm going to pray, and we're going to worship together. Prayer walls will be open. We'll be in the corner praying with you guys if you guys need it. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the students. Thank you for the goodness of your word. Thank you for the truth that we get from, from you. Man, all good things come from you. And as we're trying to figure out the right wise path to get on, let it ring true that our direction, the one that we're heading, that determines our destination. And we want that direction to be heading toward you. God, we thank you. We pray all this in your name. Amen. Jason, take it away. So there's a story in scripture where one of Jesus' disciples is trying to figure out what it means to follow God. And Jesus calls him to walk on water, which is absolute insanity, right? So God invites him to this crazy dream of a life, and all it takes is him looking to God and saying yes. And so this song is singing about that invitation for God, from God to take us to places beyond we, we could ever, what we could ever imagine. As we're following his will and looking to him, he's going to lead us in wisdom. He's going to lead us through life, and that's something worth singing about. So here we go.